0: This podcast is brought to you by LineUpMedia.fm. Welcome to the Circuit of Success, and thank you for joining me. You know, it's been said that success comes to those who wait, but I believe the opposite. I believe that it's earned with the right attitude, a great belief system, and action every single day. When you mix that in with faith, courage, discipline and most importantly a vision that's when greatness happens now let's dive right in to
1: this week's guest
0: welcome to the circuit of success i'm your host brett gilliland and today we have kathy Kristen in the studio with us kathy how you doing
1: i am doing awesome happy new year
0: happy new year to you as well uh, our, i don't know about you but this is my first podcast of 2018 My <laughs> first recording
1: <laughs> yes, uh, I'm there with you. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. So I know you are uh, from Texas or uh, live in Texas, I should say, and but uh, out currently right now visiting some family in Washington, D.C.
1: Yes. Enjoying and just staying in the cold as long as I can. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Stay there. I don't know. what What's it like in D.C. right now? It's negative four in St. Louis.
1: Oh, man. Um, I think we're in the 20s right now, but I was in Indiana oh. for Christmas and we were definitely in the negative six, negative 10. Uh, so yeah. very, very different growing up in South Florida, being in this not, cold weather. Not fun. <laughs> no.
0: Well, uh, so I, obviously I know you're working on a book. You, uh, you, you've you started businesses. You've been coaching and training uh, sales and entrepreneurs for over 15 years. And so you got a lot of stuff to share with us today. But why don't you just bring our listeners up to speed on on who, who Kathy Kristen is and uh, what's made you the woman you are today?
1: Absolutely. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, I have been uh, very blessed, I guess, growing up in a, in a family that really pushed me uh, to to do more, uh, to be more. Uh, growing up, did a lot of mission work through uh, middle school, high school. I uh, always felt that was something I was drawn to. And even as I went to college, I was studying business, uh, but always wondered if I should be doing something out Uh, In the ministry, I really enjoyed doing a lot with just contribution, giving back. Uh, We had done a lot of mission work as a church, and it's something that really pulled at my heart. Uh, but for whatever reason, I was always guided. It was like, I was like, I, I just I need you out there uh, in business. And several times I tried to run away uh, from business and change majors or thought I was going to go in the Peace Corps. Uh, it was very clear the direction uh, that I was needed uh, out there in the business world. And it's been incredible uh, over the past 16 years to watch what. Uh, how I've been able to, to, to be used, I guess, with many others, uh, the people I've met who have impacted my life, uh, forever changed my life as well. Uh, and I, I knew that while my time was here, I really wanted to help people maximize the days they were given. Uh, since young and losing people unexpectedly, I really realized quickly, life is real short, you know, and, and whether uh, I always share whether someone's healthy, which I also own a fitness and nutrition company, uh, or somebody, you know, they're in the best shape of their life, or they're not at all. Regardless, uh, any day can be your last, you know, and I think it's already responsibility to really take care of ourselves, take care of our temples and be able to be a light to those around us uh, to, to live our best life while we're here. You know, And I, I love what uh, you guys do with financial planning and, and really helping guide people. Uh, I love teaming up with people who are helping others You know, really live their best life and whether they're helping them with guidance, tools, uh, structure with business, uh, with finances, uh, or just helping in the uh, really just mindset, sitting down and, and mapping stuff out and helping them be able to overcome limitations, you know, that we put on ourselves all the time and being able to do mental coaching as well as planning and be able to set people up for success long-term. So in college, you know, I had a, I went through, had a car accident. i cheered shared it and on another podcast that I was in. And and I remember uh, that moment um, being told by the firefighter, you know, like I shouldn't have been alive and, and I should do something with it. And I really set out to help people any way I could. Uh, be able to take advantage of the days that they had. And it became something that I, I was very passionate about. I was blessed uh, with a company called Cutco, where I've met some great people uh, through the years and, and really uh, from young, being a manager at 19 years old, <laughs> starting wow. off with them and uh, running their summer internship, entrepreneurship programs, and then advancing uh, through the company and being able to network with people from all different backgrounds. Uh, it's been a pretty incredible journey.
0: Yeah. what well, what a phenomenal company and what a great uh, sales experience you get from those guys at Cutco.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And so many people remember starting off, like, don't do it, get a real job. And I, I just I could not <laughs> think of something that prepares you more for real life, you know, and, and being able to be surrounded with incredible people who support you uh, while learning how to deal with rejection, you know, while learning time management, perseverance, you know, like goal setting. But really what it takes to go after it and achieve those right. goals. Uh, it's pretty incredible to have a great group to learn with.
0: Absolutely. So let's let's dive right in. You know, I'm, I look over at uh, the one of the buildings I can see is a gold gem from my office, and <laughs> and so. I was laughing with somebody today that that place is going to be packed today.
1: Right?
0: <laughs> yep. It's going to be absolutely packed. Uh, but let's talk February 1st. It probably will be less packed. Right. And so absolutely. walk our listeners through, especially those like, I don't, I'm not a big new year's resolutions person. I just, you know, I try to make my, my life just whenever I find something, I want to go do it. Let's go do it and let's build it into our life. But Walk our listeners through what you find, the people you coach, the entrepreneurs you've been dealing with for years. Mm -hmm. How do we form those habits? And then instead of it being February 1st and that's no longer a habit, how do we keep them?
1: Right, absolutely. So I think a huge part of that is taking time. Well, one, you know, whatever they're going after, making sure it has a connection as to why, you know, why does it mean something? I think there needs to be leverage when we're going after things because there will be tough times. And I teach people in sales that all the time, you know, they want to go after a certain number, certain sales figure, a business goal. Why, why is that important to them? What does that do for them? And they've got to have something that really moves them because when you will have days where you're going to question why you're doing it, right? Uh, You will have days that don't go according to quote unquote, the plan. Uh, but it's important that you have something driving you beyond that to know no i want to get here here's why and i'm going to do whatever it takes to get there and and so having something that really pulls you i think is first really important I, i think a lot of people have like oh nice two goals you know i always uh laugh at that with friends of mine and People I've coached, it's like, oh, I'd be nice to do this, you know. And even though they're like, yeah, I want to do this. It's more of a nice to. It'd be nice to that. That'd be cool, you know. Versus yeah. really like, this is a must. This is happening, you know, it's, or it's already happened. Now I just have to go out and do the actions to get it done. Uh, so really having that. So whatever you're going after, like having it connected, and whether it's health based, I think about Gold's Gym. Why, you know, is it being around? I know for me, when when health became a strong focus for me. Over a decade ago, I, you know, I had left college. Right, was a collegiate athlete, athlete my whole life, and then there were some years, uh, right in those early twenties to mid twenties, where I was out of college and I was no longer surrounded by that group. and And I just, I wasn't working out. I wasn't treating my body properly. I was starting new businesses, and so I was just working all the time. And I felt my energy just take a nosedive. And I really realized, you know, for me, health became if I didn't have, if I didn't take care of my body, I didn't have my health. I wasn't going to be able to serve at the level I wanted to. I wasn't gonna be around as long as I wanted to. I wasn't gonna be able to uh, be with family and meet my great grandkids. And so that became a big leverage point for me that that health and taking care of my body meant longevity, meant impact, you know? And so having something like that, you know, the second thing I think about when it comes to goals, and you mentioned, you know, right now everyone will be in there today, but February 1st, it probably won't be as packed. You know, I think that the next thing is really creating a, a habit. Uh, And and I think having that accountability, having great people that you're doing it with is always fun. Uh, There's a lot of really great gyms out there and they put on you know a 90-day program or 60-day program. And I think that if you're serious about a goal, whether it's at a gym or elsewhere, uh, to really have a group of people that are going after similar things to have that accountability. Uh, And and because somebody's always going to be down and someone's always going to be up. I think when you're in a group, it's great because someone can always help bring the team up. But making sure to be intentional to surround yourself, whether it's One person who's already achieved what you want to achieve, somebody who's going it after with you and somebody maybe that you're coaching, mentoring or encouraging to do so as well is really powerful to have those different levels of accountability. For yourself, Uh, but I think that there is a programming process. uh, That's for sure. Uh, It's very hard to say, "Oh, I'm going to do this," and it's something you've never done before, and for it to just happen. And there's habits, you know, that the most successful people have in creating, you know, uh, morning routines. I was going to talk about that later today uh, with uh, with some of the people that I work with and coach. uh, But just making sure now, okay, it's the new year. We have these goals, things that we want to go after. Do we have, like? quote unquote rituals, you know, or whatever you want to call it, but just like something that we can go by and say, okay, I'm going to wake up. Here's what I'm going to do and setting systems in place that you can follow the same system and reprogram your mind and your body to do these things. And, And I think that's the hardest part with anything that you're doing is to create a new habit, right? Because your brain and your body is so used to doing it a certain way for so many years. And so reprogramming that is something that takes uh, focus and intentionality. And I think it's important to be aware that it's it's going to be a process and it's okay to fall. It's okay to take a step back, you know, um, but then just make sure that you notice, okay, I took a step back. Let me take three forward, you know, and just, and just know that that it's okay to fall a little bit. It doesn't mean you have to stop, just get up and keep going.
0: Right. And I also think too, I don't know about you, I'm sure you believe in this, but, the importance of writing it down.
1: Mm-hmm. Right?
0: Whether it's a fitness goal, it's a financial goal, it's whatever the goal is. I've, I have lived my life over the last 17 years. And even when I was you know, in high school and different things, I always wrote things down because Absolutely. when I write them down, it's like I made a promise to myself. right? And Absolutely. so I think, it's, I think it's critically important to our success to write those goals down and review them pretty often.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Uh, It's a process that we go through all the time uh, with our coaching clients is making sure, you know, whatever it is that they want to do is written down and then breaking down what it's going to take on a monthly basis, weekly basis and then daily basis for them to accomplish that yep. because it's it's pretty amazing when you break it down that it's pretty simple what needs to be done daily when you look at that but it can be overwhelming what what needs to get done if you look at it for the year you know right oh because yeah when, once you have it down you've written it down you see it and having something that you look at in the morning. So I'm a big uh, believer in envision boards uh, or whether it's your list of goals, affirmations, uh, whatever you utilize for yourself. But in the morning, when you take time to visualize, to look at those things, uh, read them, read over them, look at your board, however you have it, something that you can look at it and then think about it and feel it and, and what it's gonna feel like when it's all done and accomplished and really owning you know that feeling within your body as you go out to execute in that day, uh, making sure to remind yourself each morning of how exciting it is going to be six months from now, a year from now when that's accomplished.
0: Right. So how do you, wh- so let's talk about that. So what about the days you don't want to do that, right? It's you get up, it's negative eight degrees outside. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you didn't get as much sleep or whatever, right? The reason is, are you just feeling down on the day? How do you battle through and do it anyway?
1: Those are the toughest mornings. And I think that that's where our breakthroughs happen, you know? And and there are some mornings, I think this is part of it. I was talking to my husband about this recently about, you know, creating systems for yourself that you tell yourself, like, this is what's gonna happen. And even when I don't feel like it, like, this is what's gonna happen. And sometimes you're gonna do it, like, just gritting your teeth the whole time, you know? Like, sometimes it might not feel so good. And when you get up and you're going to do something, you're not like, yeah, I'm so excited about this. You're just like, ugh. But you're like, no, I told myself that. Even when I didn't feel like it, I was still going to get this done. And and maybe it's not at that same time in the morning. Maybe it doesn't happen until a little bit later. And I think we have to give ourselves a little bit of grace there, you know, because sometimes we do have, you might have a tough night. Maybe you're not feeling well. Maybe it is <laughs> negative 16 outside. and. And you might not feel fully present, but I think that it's important to have a process of when those days come, what are you going to do? You know, is it watching a video that puts you in a good mindset before you start your morning routine? You know, is it reading a certain part of a book that you really love? But just having something that you already know is going to happen. Like, I know if I'm going to get frustrated, like I'm going to take certain, I have a process for myself of like, all right, take some deep breaths really sit and look at this from the outside perspective and like what could have avoided, you know, what could we have done to avoid this? What could we do to make this better? And really taking time to just analyze what's happening in front of you by stepping outside of the situation. And so having those processes, even for those mornings, this is where I think having pre- pre-made pre-written things as to hey when I don't feel like uh, when I don't feel like doing this when I'm feeling this way when I'm feeling frustrated when I'm feeling down you know here's what I'm gonna do to put myself in a better state because a lot of it is just what we focus on right it's so wild that you can just be in a in a a bad mood or just even in in a blah, you're just kind of walking, not much emotion, but a great song comes on and it puts you in a really great state because you start thinking about a time where you were having so much fun or you were at, you know, blank with your family, this party or this celebration, and it just takes you back somewhere. And so it comes down to making sure your brain is focusing on something uh, that's going to really re-excite you, you know, and really refocus you uh, to be on that path of where you want to go. So having those triggers for yourself uh, that put you back into a positive state uh, where you definitely want to take action.
0: Yeah. And I find too, those mornings you don't want to do it, just doing it, I'll, I'll just automatically almost put you in a different state, right? Uh-huh. Like take the, how do you, how do you run a marathon one step at a time? So, right. so do it. So I know you're big on energy level. So walk our listeners through, you know, it's whatever time of the day, maybe they have low energy and, and different things. Cause we're, we're always on the grind. If we're entrepreneurs or we're just, we're business folks, we're, we're parents, we're all these things. How do we focus on our energy and keep the energy high?
1: Uh, yes, absolutely. I think that goes to what I was just speaking to of having those triggers for yourself, you know, knowing what are what those things are. And I think that that midday or mid afternoon, you know, I, I think it's that 2 p.m. slump, I <laughs> like to call it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the after lunch, and you're like, all right, a couple more hours left of the day. Or, you know, now for, for many parents, right? And, and parents that I've worked with, like, it's like, all right, you got to go get the kids now. And, you know, I'm putting on a different face. But having those triggers for yourself of, can you just take five minutes, you know, and just sit and, and refresh yourself? And again, uh, some people, I think videos are so powerful. Some people are really great. Uh, I, I don't need a video. Like I, I can really just sit and I have very strong visualization. I can really see things clearly when I close my eyes that I'm thinking, but some people don't. And I know that I've spoken with different friends and they're like, I just, I have a hard time or I don't really see much. I'm like, well, then put something positive into your brain, you know? Look at something and remind yourself, you know, of of why you're doing what you're doing uh, to put yourself, because again, it goes back to that focus. Your energy is a lot on what you're focusing on, right? So when you're not feeling well, we're usually focusing on how like this hurts, how I'm not feeling well with this, whatever that may be. So what can we focus on or think about to, to bring our minds somewhere else? You know, like our minds are crazy freaking powerful. And so I think it's really important for us to look at our language. You know, what are we saying to ourselves in that moment? Uh, what are we looking at? What are we focused on? And just getting up. I know for myself, deep breaths—that uh, does a lot for me. You know, taking a deep breath right in the middle of the day just puts me in a different state. And so, whether it's dancing around, putting a song on in the car when you're coming back from lunch, and just refocusing of like, "All right, I'm going to own this afternoon." You know, like, you are going to finish this strong." I can't wait to see my kids later. You know, and just kind of that self-talk uh, I think is really beautiful and really powerful. So there's so many cool affirmations online. Obviously, creating your own affirmations are fantastic too. And whether it's a recording of yourself when you're in a great state, reminding yourself of the super dad that you are, or super mom yeah. that you are, uh, maybe it's your kids telling you like how great you are and, you know, having recordings, like I'm, I'm very big on just different triggers and having triggers ready when you need them to trigger yourself. Because obviously there's things around you that can trigger you negatively most of the time, you know, but there's also those triggers you can set for yourself uh, that when you hear or you see like put you in a good state you know, can we have some already set up that we know we're going to need a call on sometimes, right? Versus for me, when I walk outside and see a beautiful sunset, that's an automatic trigger of gratitude, you know, and love uh, for me internally, but it might not be sunset time, right? So can I have other things that I have there when I need it to put that song on, you know, beautiful day, you too, always puts me in a oh, good yeah. state. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Amazing yeah. what,
0: uh, what music can do for us.
1: Mm-hmm. So what
0: are you talking about those routines? I mean, what are the no miss things for you? I mean, how do you start your day? Is, are you the morning type person, you know, kind of the hell Elrod type <laughs> deal or are you uh, or been yet?
1: year. Yeah. So I am, I am definitely in a state of reprogramming this year. Uh, my, uh, husband started me hot in the beginning of the year with getting up early and I was just like, Whoa. Uh, and it's, it's been, you know, through the year, I've definitely felt myself uh, more excited, having more energy. But there are definitely mornings where I'm just like, "Oh no!" Uh, but I'm I'm <laughs> right. so stoked this year. That was a big focus for me, where it was like, "All right, morning routines is it equals, you know, high impact." And that was my new thing this year, and just attaching that because I'm very passionate about impacting a billion people in my lifetime. And if I want to be able to do that, I'm like, "I've got to get up." And so I, I attach that to, "You've got to get up." And so, whether that's at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 7 a.m., having a routine in the morning to take a couple minutes to just be. And I love, you mentioned Hal Elrod, I absolutely love. Uh, He made it very simple with his SAVERS acronym, you know, for anybody and figuring out the things that are important to you, but taking time. So, I like to start my morning with gratitude. So, just a couple minutes of just what I'm grateful for. It always puts me in a a great state when I can really think about gratitude and appreciation and just be quiet for a couple of minutes and then thinking about, okay, uh, what, what is it that I'm going after? And so whether you're looking at your vision boards, those things you've written down, looking at it, you know, thinking about what's going to happen through that day, doing something active. Uh, so whether it's yoga, you know, in my room or I go to a class, you know, or we go to a boxing class or we go to the gym, whatever it is, doing something active in the morning, uh, getting uh, time to read a couple pages sometimes i'm on the in the car listening to an audio uh, other times i'm reading a book at the house and depending, because I, again, I, I have not, I have not developed the how 5am every day. <laughs> he calls it miracle mornings and mediocre oh, yeah. evenings. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I love my nights. <laughs> Absolutely. That
0: happens when you get up at five in the morning, right?
1: Yeah. But, but just taking time to feed your brain, you know, and then just uh, that for me, those three to five minutes of actually walking through your day in the morning, I feel can do so much for your energy, your mental energy and focus, like your brain really knowing what's going to happen that day, uh, how you're going to act and react to things and just walking yourself through that. Like everything that, 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 you know, is going to be happening that day and also preparing your brain for the things that are unknown, uh, and being able to handle those right away.
0: Be able to adapt quickly. So what would you say is your biggest learning as an entrepreneur? I mean, if you look over your career, but even specifically, let's, let's focus in on the last, the last 12 months, 2017 for you personally, what was your biggest learning uh, as an entrepreneur?
1: This year really hit hard, the importance of taking time daily to do that. Every time I plan, I have everything structured. I mean, I've had these years that have been just absolutely incredible. And even this year, uh, the times where I, I'm, I stick to that, I feel like things just flow you know, and I'm just ready when they're, when they are not going a certain way, I'm ready for it. And so this past year, it was such a, it was a reminder, really a lesson I learned years ago of just making sure I have to take care of me. I have to make sure that I know where I'm going and I have to make sure I'm protecting my energy. And this year being able to really set myself away from people that, that, say dampened my energy, stole it. (laughs) They just, they didn't add to it. There's people that you're around that really help multiply your energy in a positive place. And there's people that just steal it, you know, and, and being intentional on like who was coming around and sucking energy away from you and who were people who were helping multiply it. And just being aware of that. And this past year was such a great reminder. It was something Roman and I talked about shoot over 12 years ago. It was such a huge conversation we had, remember in 2005. And it was something that stuck with me uh, for so many years. And this past year, I really saw myself get caught up with little things or getting frustrated with little things and lose patience. And when I looked at it, I'm like, man, I have not been taking time to make sure to focus myself on a daily basis, you know, and and that's hurt me. And I know that when that's happening consistently, uh, so much around me uh, happens, you know, so much is created. And it's really magical uh, when I put myself in a great state and I'm intentional about doing so versus letting the day happen yep
0: so let's talk about because you're talking a lot about it right now but the circuit of success and, and that first rung or that first circuit if you will talks about attitude how important mm-hmm. is that you, you've talked about it you know already today oh a God, lot but so
1: much. <laughs> it's,
0: it's critically important
1: I, I think that it's the most important thing. Uh, with everything that we do, you know, like our attitude is such a huge dictator in the success that we have and uh or, or the the negative things that happen, you know because again it's just it's what we're looking at it's it's the filter that we're seeing things through, and you think about if you're looking at the same, we can be looking through different peoples, and one could be really blurry and one can be really clear and we can see different things. Looking at the same thing, but looking through a different lens, uh, we're going to see things a little bit differently. And so I think that, that attitude and, and choosing the attitude you're going to have towards things, for things creates a filter uh, of clarity. and And you see so much more good in the things that are happening, you find the lessons, you know, and it it really makes a difference when you have a bad attitude or you're upset about things. Everything reinforces that. It's so wild. You're like, oh, you yeah. see, and you see that happen, right?
0: No, you're totally <laughs> right. Because I had one of those mornings, right? I get a couple sick kids. I got four kids, so it's a couple just- uh, mm-hmm. kids are sick. You know, you worry about them. You know, not much sleep over the holidays. I mean, all this mm-hmm. stuff, right? It just adds up and. In- in- I had one of those blah mornings. And so, but I knew, obviously I had you today. I've got three podcast recordings today and I'm like, <laughs> oh, great for a day that I feel blah, right? And
1: I'm like, <laughs> but you,
0: but you got to get yourself in that mind and in that attitude that it's okay, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we all have things that happen and it's the people that choose though to battle and go through it are the ones that are gonna end up in a better spot. So that's why I think attitude is what, for me, why it's the first circuit of success is because it's, it's critically important. So, so talk about the beliefs. I mean, the belief systems, that's the second circuit of success is mm-hmm. the beliefs. What, what would it be that to your core, you absolutely believe these things?
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I, I think that, I mean, whatever we believe, and we focus, that's our reality. You know, so Absolutely. it really is. That is our reality. Uh, whatever our belief systems are. And so I think it's just so important to really uh look at and and question the things, you know. Like I caught myself this past year, I was sitting doing my uh so I'm really big, you talked about in the beginning, you know, goals and setting goals. I'm really big on reflection uh with the past year and really looking at okay, what went well, what could have gone better, and just looking at things. And one of the things this year, I was like, Why did I do this? And and why was that important? And why did this mean something to me and why? And really really understanding why something was important and why I believed in something and, and why it brought me uh, certain passions and, and making sure I had an understanding of that because, you know, like, why do we believe the things we believe? You know, sometimes it was just like outside influences. Sometimes it's like, Oh, well my parents said this or, you know, and it, and it might not always serve us. And so making sure that we check our belief systems and, and why they mean something and what are the rules for those. And, and if they are good and they serve us, I mean, our beliefs, They carry every action that we take. Everything we do is according with that. When we argue with somebody, it's because they're not, we don't agree that that is how it should be. It's not part of our belief system with a certain process or a certain decision or, you know, whatever that may be. And so I think it's important for us to check it because our beliefs really create our life.
0: Right. And I think too, those belief systems is uh, talking about believing in yourself, right? Believing in goal achievement. Uh, I mean, all the things that exactly i mean all those and especially those you know valued listeners that listen all the time i mean we're hearing the same stuff from so many different successful people right mm-hmm. and so it's like believe that what everybody's saying and what you're hearing that it works because it does work right oh, and just it's, having it's the confidence incredible. in that
1: we watch we watch Kids at CoCo all the time. One of the things that I loved for so many years watching, you know, these these students, these young people we worked with, who lacked confidence, and watching that change, you know, watching their belief in themselves change, and all of a sudden the results that happen, night and day, like yeah. absolute night and day, uh, because they believed in themselves, because they believed in what they were doing, because they weren't questioning themselves, and watching them bloom. And, and confidence and from when they first started until how they you know they, they graduated the jobs they landed and and just the confidence they had in themselves or capability uh, i had a good friend who always used to crack on me and be like you think you can do anything i'm like yeah because i can you know <laughs> yeah, we right. always took around at cutco with that we're like we were brainwashed so long you know young <laughs> to believe we could do anything we wanted and we can and it's just really powerful
0: that's awesome. Well, uh, we talked a lot about action, so we don't need to go into that one. But yeah, I guess one question too I would have is so many times on podcasts or we're reading positive books, we always want to talk about all the positive things, right? So maybe if you could share, what, what's one of the toughest things you've had to deal with in your life and and how did you overcome that?
1: losing loved ones unexpectedly. Uh, my sister was like my best friend. We're, we're roommates. Uh, she's someone really close to me. And, uh, one day she's there, one day she wasn't, you know, car accident unexpectedly. My cousin was like my twin. We're three months apart and at, you know, age 24, Uh, i lost him the week before my my father him and i were walking in my father's wedding and he had a brain aneurysm and just Uh. unexpectedly brain rushes and it's just like what the heck and and seeing those things happen and uh there have been other things as well and and seeing that loss and not really understanding you know that's something that i think in the uh, our life as a masterpiece and and just the life that we live like sometimes we don't understand where certain pieces fit right and and that was just really tough but knowing You know, it's it's all part of my journey, uh, and 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 just seeing years later how things came together. But I knew that I grew stronger through that process. Uh, I I joke around all the time uh, with people that I coach, but I am—it's so true to me. And one of my the my life quotes, you know, is, is Mother Teresa's quote of, and it's to the to the ring of. I know that, you know, God doesn't give us more than we can handle. I just wish he didn't trust me so much, you know? Yes. Uh, and so understanding that things aren't always going to, to you know, be perfect. And, but we can, we can strengthen, you know, we can learn uh, and, and utilize those experiences to be able to help others who might not be as strong or feel as strong. And I think all of us are much stronger than we think we are. Uh, but those experiences can really uh, give us more to share with others i think the most incredible motivational people have endured a lot and they're able to share a lot more life experience right
0: yeah and i think too is is i'm sure you would agree with this is that support system too right is mm-hmm. whether it's due to a loss of a loved one which i'm very sorry to hear that that's terrible and then uh, if it's business i mean whatever it is um and, and i would even say it at home i mean for for me um I wouldn't have success. I have, if it wasn't for a supportive spouse. Mm, Right. And so I think that support system around us is just, is huge. It's absolutely huge. So I would assume that helped you get through those tough times.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So, um, what would you go back if you could tell Kathy Kristen something two years ago, or I'm sorry, 10 years ago, what would you tell Kathy of 10 years ago?
1: just to stay focused and keep taking care of self. You know, I I think there were times where I just I really was looking elsewhere and wanting to take care of other people. And I think so many people have such beautiful aspirations to want to impact and help. Uh, But sometimes we sacrifice ourselves taking care of ourselves that self care, uh, trying to give, 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 and then you leave yourself on empty. And I remember, uh, I guess, about 10 years ago uh, is probably when it was at and it it happened about uh, eight and a half years ago. I remember again, uh, there was a time going into 2010 and I was just like, man, Uh, and I I really did a checkup from the neck up and looked and said, like, I have not been taking care of myself and I felt like I was operating on empty. And so I'd say never sacrifice self-care. In pursuit of your mission or whatever you want to do, because if we don't take care of ourselves, you won't have the energy you need to give.
0: Yeah, that's good. I'm writing that one down. Um, so, how do you how do you plan for success? So, you know, obviously we're early in the year right now, and people have these yearly goals. And I even heard somebody today talking about, you know, in, in eight in to raise awareness. I can't remember what the cause was for, but do eighteen thousand thousand push-ups. <laughs> This year, and it was like, oh my gosh, I hear that, and then it's like, well, it's really fifty a day, not a big deal, right? Right. Um, so we take these huge, big goals. Either you make them yourself, or somebody your boss is giving them to you. How do you plan for success on a big goal to make it manageable?
1: Yeah, and I think that goes to what we were talking about before. Of and and you just mentioned again, breaking it down. You know, uh, making sure whatever you want to do, uh, one that it's measurable, right, so that you can actually make a plan to achieve it. So setting some kind of standard, how do you know when you've achieved it? I think that's important to look at, right? Uh, Right. Because people have goals. And so how do you know, how will you know when you've accomplished that or achieved that? What does that look like? And then breaking down the steps of what it's going to take to get there and making sure that you have those broken down uh, to ideally daily actions. Like you just said, the 50 a day, you know, a lot smaller, a lot more manageable, I think 18,000 sounds like a huge number, you know, about 50 pushups on a day. You're like, all right, I can do that, yeah. you know? So I think that that's, that's a perfect example and transferable to anything that we're wanting to do uh, to just break it down and look at it. And when you break it down, are you committed to that? You know, and again, why is this important to me so I can get that done? And if you're not committed to that, that action, then we need to change some goals.
0: Yep. Absolutely. So how do you define leadership?
1: How would I define uh, leadership? I think that if I'm telling someone how I define that, it's really living in a way where people want to not only follow, but emulate how you live your life. I think those are the best leaders.
0: Yeah. So leading by example.
1: Absolutely. People, they just, they they want to follow not just what you do and, and how you live things, but like I said, emulate what you do. and and copycat it.
0: Yep. And then, so when you think about fear, have you been a person that in your business life, has that played a role in your life or is it not really played much of a role?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think there's always that doubt that sinks in, you know, and even as I ventured uh, this past year and, and started another company and uh, I've never. I, I could never say to anybody like I'm a writer. You know, like yeah. that's been a huge doubt for so long. I'm, I'm a public speaker. I love speaking. I speak all the time, conferences, events, one-on-one. Uh, but when it comes to writing, and people have asked for a long time, like that scared the heck out of me. And I was like, man, I'm not a writer. Like I just, I have trouble putting everything into thoughts, and something that really stressed me out. And I think you know, through through the years, there's always things that creep in. There's always the doubts that, that creep in. Uh, and I and I think that that's also okay. But an acronym I heard. I guess at least 16 years ago. Uh, but I remember someone saying, like, hey, fear, it's false expectations appearing real, you know? And mm-hmm. again, we're, we're creating that in our head. And so being able to separate and every time something came and anxiety came, it was like, okay, th- I'm just, I'm creating this right now. Like there's nothing to be scared of. Like I need to just go out and do it and I'm going to learn from it. And if it doesn't go well, I'm going to learn how to do it better. And if it goes great, then fantastic. I'm still going to look at it and say, okay, how can I make it even better, yeah. you know? But But being aware that when that pops up, uh, that it's something that we're, we're creating in our heads.
0: Yeah. And so I, I agree. False. Uh, you say evidence. I said false evidence appearing real. I can't remember what the E was that you used, but
1: expectations, expectations,
0: awesome. evidence. Yeah. So um, I a hundred percent agree. And I ask every guest on this show is how many of the fears you put in your mind? Uh, Cause they do appear real. Right. And so how Absolutely. many of those that you put in your mind have actually come true to the magnitude you put them in your mind to be? <laughs>
1: No, not unless you keep it there. I mean it's what we create so much more in our heads. <laughs>
0: right. Absolutely. And that's why I think we're like, you know, sixty-four for sixty-four or something like that, right? Of people yeah. kinda of do what you did. You just kinda of chuckle because it's true. We put them in our mind oh, it's going to be this, it's going to be that. I'm going to lose everything, right? And right. It, that doesn't happen. We
1: blow it so out of proportion. <laughs>
0: so I appreciate just reconfirming uh, that those fears that we all put in our mind for those folks driving down the road right now, they're exercising, doing whatever they do, that, hey, you got the fears in your in your mind and that's okay and those drive us, but just know that it's probably not going to come true to what you think it's going to become true. So mm-hmm. fight on, right? Um, Absolutely. And so kind of one of the closing questions, I've got a couple more, but how do you, how do you enjoy the journey? So especially, you know, with the holidays, whatever it is, how do you stay in the moment and enjoy the journey?
1: For me personally, that comes down to how I start the day and making sure that uh, I I really walk myself through like owning everything that happens through the day, you know, and trying to react the best to anything, because sometimes people will tick you off, right? People will say things, people will uh, trigger negative feelings, you know, and being able to really just own my process, my journey and, and really set intentions to not allow those things to affect me. I remember being younger, that would affect me in a big way and and i always cared about what other people thought what other people said and it really really affected you know my mood and it affected my ability to really enjoy my journey because my journey was so dependent on what other people uh, thought or said, and and I just I remember this being younger, and it came to a point where it's like, no, like I'm just I'm gonna enjoy the days I have because I just I choose to be happy, I choose to learn the lessons in things, you know, I choose to to get better with things, and I'm not gonna allow people who are negative, I'm not gonna allow people uh, who are you know always looking for the the bad in things and are just pessimistic with everything they do, uh, looking at worst case scenario where like, but they just live their life in that way. I'm not going to allow them to steal joy away from me. You know? And so I think that again, that's another intentional decision. A lot of the decisions for me and how like our life forms, it's choices we make and it's choices we make in the morning to say, Hey, here's how, here's what's going to happen. And when this, like, you know, certain things are going to tick you off. Maybe it's a coworker, maybe it's a boss, maybe it's a family member, right? As you go into the holidays, you're going to see certain people and you know, they're going to say, Things, you know, and whether you know, I remember for years it was like, why aren't you, you know, getting married? Why aren't you doing that? You know, like just random. It could be something really right. small. Uh and, and but it could really like rub you the wrong way. And just, you know, really understanding that anything they're saying is it's out of love. You know, if they're saying something in an aggravated tone, it's because they're having a rough time. It doesn't have to do with me. They're having a bad day. They're going through something, they're not able to process things clearly. And I started looking at people and kind of feeling bad for them versus like getting upset, you know? And so when I see people all fussy, you know, and like just complaining about something, I was like, man, I feel really bad for them. Like that sucks to live your life that way. <laughs> and that really changed my perspective on things.
0: That's great feedback. I appreciate that. So I give you uh, actually, I'm going to take your phone from you right now. I'm going to delete one app. What's the one app you don't want me to delete? you can't say email.
1: Uh, the, the one app, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just getting on social media. So I'd say like Facebook, I guess. Okay. Maybe on <laughs> but not, not
0: one app that you just absolutely got to have or, uh,
1: no, I've never, I've just, I've never been much of a techie person. I'm, I'm getting more into that. Um, now I guess I'd say in the past week and the one that I'm really enjoying that I would not want to get rid of is headspace. Oh yeah. That's really cool.
0: I'm a big fan of headspace.
1: I like it. I like it a lot. Awesome.
0: And uh, so I give you $10 million and you uh, can't invest it and you can't pay off debt. What are you doing with $10 bucks?
1: Build. I would build um, houses, hospitals. We just built a hospital in Haiti this past year. We had the grand opening and we're taking people to help with the solar equipment. But just being able to build in areas where we can produce more jobs for people. So helping helping the area with more jobs and uh, special uh, services, uh, just specialized services that are needed all around the world. I mean, that's just so huge, but I would build.
0: I love it. I love it. All right. Well, uh, Kathy, I really appreciate you being on the circuit of success. I know our listeners got a ton out of this and uh, it was great chatting with you.
1: Oh, I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure.
0: Tune in next week for another episode of the circuit of success with Brett Gilliland on the lineup media.fm podcast network. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and through our website, circuitofsuccess.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and email any questions to info at circuitofsuccess.com.
1: This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.